This is the Unscripted Podcast. I don't hear it going out. You don't hear it anymore? No, I thought I, I do. Hey, we're live, y'all. No, I'm are you going to sound like an idiot two times in a row? I hope not. No, this is highly intelligent conversations we're having here. So you still don't hear it on your headphones? Yeah, I hear it, but I don't. Uh, the button. You know, we got the intro thing right here. This, oh, okay. you know, it's, it's. I don't hear it over here. Maybe they heard it on the output. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Love you. Glad, yeah. glad to be back with you. Yeah, Bob. You, did, you you had us in coronavirus jail for two weeks. I know. Thanks everybody for the prayers. I'm good. No, uh, no contact tracing from me to you. Yeah, I had somebody message me like, because you know you. Friday morning, we left to go up to the, to hunt into Delta, and I came by your house, and then Friday evening, you're sick. You know, mm-hmm. Thursday, we were together, and I had somebody message me, and like, we watched a podcast. Like, I don't see how you didn't get it. Yeah. And so, I didn't get it. At least, I don't think I got it. Either you're, way. You're the man. Yeah. Well, it's good to be back. Yep. 2021. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> you know, never what I thought that, um, we just thought 2020 was bad, but you know, the first day of the year, 2021 and eight, then I start feeling bad. And so my year started off with the Rona. Well, and the thing I said this before, but you know, we started putting up Christmas trees in like July last year, thinking we could hit the, we could hurry 2020 along to get it done Mm -hmm. quicker, but that didn't do anything. It's just, those are just numbers to us. You know, the sun's just still spinning. You're going to have problems in life. So it's, it's all unscripted. You got (laughs) to boom, you got to go through it, but can you hear that when I do that? Yep. So fill your life with scripture. I might get some kind of output then. And that's what we want to try to do. So uh, also, we're doing something different. If you saw the the video name, it's called um, Unscripted Topic Episode 1. So you know the topic today. I don't know the topic. Yeah, this is funny. I, I, I have thought of a really good one. I want to talk about the origins of the word Salem. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Or just or Salem. No, no, no. I'm just playing. Yeah. So just for our <laughs> listeners, these aren't. We're not trying to stump each other, even though we might at some point. But right, that'll be the fun part. Yeah. All right. So Chris is going to introduce the topic, and then I've got to give a 20 minute discourse about it. Yeah. So uh, you know the the blessing of. The idea of an unscripted topic is is that number one, thirty minutes, right? Thirty right. thirty minutes, actually twenty eight minutes and fifteen seconds, according to the thing here. Yeah. But the blessing of it is is that you know I love doing this with you. I love when we sit down and have these these Bible conversations because today I thought about Ephesians one and verse number three. Okay. Turn over to Ephesians one and verse number three. I thought I thought we could use. You want that. me to quote it for you? Quote it for me. Hold on. No, I can't quote it. But I believe it's something about every spiritual blessing. That's what it is. They're all found in Christ Jesus. That's exactly right. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Amen. You know, we spent all the time talking about conversions. Then we talked about discipleship. And, you know, what is the – we talked about discipleship. How does it help? How does it – how do we propagate it? How do we how do we live it out? How does it you know all these things? But you know right. the other side of the coin is what is the blessings of discipleship? That's what it is. You know Ephesians one and verse three: Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who blessed us. You know Paul's writing to the us is the church. It's not the world. 
because you know he's talking to 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 verse number one, Paul an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. Where to the saints mm-hmm. who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus, right. Blessed be the God and Father. Blessed us with every spiritual blessings. Where in the heavenly places in Christ. I thought, you know, when you think about spiritual blessings, what are some things you think about? Oh man, well the the first thing I think about is like eternal life that no matter what goes on in this life that you know we've got the spiritual blessing of eternal life and then let me explain that because everybody that's ever born is going to have eternal life they're going to they're going to be eternal true so what do you mean by that because like there's an eternal eternal blessings as far as you know the christian has the hope of eternal bliss if you want to if you want to say that about you know being with being with god forever and um and not being in torment and so I think about that, but but then I also think about you know the spiritual blessings that we. That's the end game. That's the end game, yeah. But then I also think about the things that, that help us get through life. I, I think about you know Galatians five twenty two and twenty three, the fruit of the spirit. This is the this is the outcome of God living inside of you. Um, what's interesting too, though, man, I I couldn't have looked up anymore. You picking Ephesians one, but you know like. Verse verse three through fourteen here, they're actually it's actually one sentence in the Greek, and um, and and so it's all these things are just compiled in Christ Jesus, and so I I look at at all these things, the fact that that you know God chose us to be in Christ from the foundation of the world, what a spiritual blessing that is. You have uh you know verse seven, you have redemption. Verse six, we're accepted when we're in Christ, uh. You look at you look at all these um, the fact that that we've got an inheritance in verse eleven, and and there's just there's so many spiritual blessings and and every single one of them without Christ, you're nothing. Yeah, you know, and those are awesome things, but we're still putting number eight load down the barrel talking about that. Well, I mean, to me, it's it's all about number eight load of the barrel. You can get specific when you talk about love. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. You did an awesome job. I can't do that without singing it. Well, I sing it while, <laughs> while I'm doing it, but but it's a it's such a um, you know those are that's the fruit of of Christ living inside of us. That's the, that's the fruit of God's Spirit being in us, and and so because of because of Christ is has has lived in in my life. You know this is this is one thing that that. I really, you know, prayed for for my children last night about was the fact that, and for me and Courtney is for God to just be living so much inside of us that that the spirit and these spiritual blessings they just can't help but they just have to overflow. It just has to come out. And you, you, well, let's take a step back then. All right, you 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 prayed. Yeah, you know that's that is something. That is only for for God's people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that is a spiritual blessing. You know, let's look at it. Let's look at 1 Peter 3. I think this is an interesting caveat to it because in 1 Peter 3, that's one that I think about. Let's see here. Now, Peter is quoting an Old Testament passage. He's quoting a psalm. You know, it's what he's it's what he's going to quote here. Which verse? Twelve. Okay, go verse, ahead. verse twelve. Mm-hmm. You know, so Peter's quoting a psalm here, and what's interesting about this this idea and him quoting these things is that when he does this, 
he's affirming an Old Testament principle through to the New Testament. Sure. You know, like, like I love it when all the apostles do that. Yeah. It's through the spirit. Yes. I mean, some of those Old Testament things we've talked about, they don't quite carry over. You know, there's not a carryover to the New Testament mm-hmm. in, in the sense of like, you know, maybe it's some of the worship, their sacrifices, yeah, what, yeah, whatever yeah. the case may be. But God's principles, like when Cain killed Abel, it was still wrong. And that was before Moses even received the law. Sure. So there's certain things that always been wrong and certain things that always been right, like honor mother and mama and daddy, right? Mm-hmm. All those things have always been right. Well, Peter brings this principle over to the New Testament. And I'm not saying he brings it over. Like he was like, hey, let's add this one. But when he's quoting this right here, I love it because what he says is in verse 12, for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. What a awesome blessing it is yeah. that, you know, we were enemies that while we were without strength in due time, yeah, in Christ, due time, Christ you know, that, died for the ungodly, the, the, the enemy. Yeah, I think about Colossians 1, the fact that he says you once, you know, you were alienated in your minds by wicked works, but, you know, now he's brought he's Yeah, brought verse 14, it says, the blood of the cross. Through whom we have redemption, even the forgiveness of sins by his blood. Yes. You know, by Jesus. Right. And, and so, you know, that while we were evil, while we were wicked, you know, we've been brought in, we've been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son. And, and what that does is that when I'm translated from that kingdom of darkness over to the kingdom of his dear son, I can petition the king. Yeah. You know, that, that was one of the blessings of, of being, you know, that was one of the things that I would hate to do as a king. Right. You know, the king was the kind of the final judge when people had. I mean, you see this. This is a, a common practice, even all the way back to Moses. You know, when, when Jethro finally has to tell him, like, look, you you can't shoulder this burden. You, you know, you, you, you need to appoint officers and captains to be able to kind of muddle out some of these problems. You can't sit here all day long. And, and that even evolves into the term in, in Matthew 23 when, when uh, Jesus uses the, you know, you scribes and Pharisees, you sit in Moses' seat. Right, right. You know, this, this, and I know they're talking about not actually Moses' chair, you know, reading the law and everything like that. You know, the, the authority that was behind the reading sure. of the law. Right. But, you know, the, the, the ability to appeal to the king was only a right to the citizenry. Mm-hmm. And so now I can appeal to the king. Yeah, and, and that's one thing that I try to talk to my kids about and our youth kids. It's like, listen, I want you to understand, you get to talk to the God of the universe about what's going on in your life. Oh, 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 and he wants to hear from you. And help. Yeah. And help. And it's like the guy who told the ocean right out there that it can only come this far. It's like he's gonna he's gonna intervene in your life. Yeah, he cares if you're if you're failing in school. That's right. He cares if you got a busted transmission. He cares if you've got a problem with your wife. He cares if you can't I, I don't know how I'm gonna pay my bill. He cares if you you fill in the blank. Whatever it is, he cares. He cares about it. He cares about it. And you know the the this is one of those daddy moments, but you know, when, whenever I'm doing something and, and I'm trying to give ear to my kids and they're talking, 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 and they'll, and they'll say something and they'll do, and, and, and sometimes they are, but sometimes they're not. And they'll say, am I bothering you? <laughs> and you're like, well, no. And, and then I have to stop and think, was I presenting an air? Right. And sometimes they are, you know, sometimes they are bothering me, yeah. but sometimes they're not. And, and I've still presented that air to them where they ask, or in the past, I've been like, just just hold on. You know, let me finish this thing, what I'm doing right here. Just hold on. And God doesn't do that. Yeah, that's the cool thing. You know, it's, 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 it, he can take it all and take it all at one time. And everything that's going on in the whole world, but yet 
he wants to know what's going on in your life. And not that he doesn't already know what's going on in your life, but he wants to hear from you. And and so many times, that's why, like, I refuse to pray to God in Old English. <laughs> you know, I thank the old God. I, I thank, for, <laughs> thank the old God for – now, listen, I'm, I'm not – I am not knocking anybody. That's that's kind of a traditional thing. But sometimes people, and I believe that that started because people wanted to place reverence for God. And you, you give them bumps for yeah, that, right? That, that, absolutely. But for me, it's and whenever I'm teaching my children, I want them to understand that, yes, we're revering him at, at the highest place. But at the same time, because of the blood of Jesus, you can talk to God just like you're talking to a friend. Yes. And and what an awesome thing. You know, so like you'll hear people like like look at John 9, right? For yeah. example. And and I and I, I just thought about this verse um while you were talking and, and You were uh, talking, but go ahead. <laughs> no, when you when you mentioned this verse about that his ears are open to their prayers but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. I think about Isaiah 59. It's not because it's not because God can't do these things. But Isaiah 59, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it can't save, nor is his ear too heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. And so because of the blood of Jesus, because of that spiritual blessing being in Christ, the God of the universe can now hear what rinky-dink Robert Tips, you know, can can has to say. and And change the world. Think about that. He's you're asking God to change the world because if you get an A on your, you, 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 I need help. So he, so then you get a tutor. You get an, you get somebody that can help you. you. Put somebody in your life. Then, then you may end up getting a good grade, which gets you a scholarship, which gets you a a a, a, a degree in something, which gets you a job. Which I mean, you know, like we can't see the end of it, but God can. Yeah. So He sure. can see how these things are going to run, and so there, there's an awesome thing. And, and I hear brothers sometimes quote like John nine. And and I, I like John nine because it's the scenario. I do too. I like John nine. <laughs> Thank you, God, for putting John nine. Thank in, you for in the John Bible. nine. The, uh, and, Nobody and, else and likes John it, nine, Chris. Right, and labeling it John nine for I like us. John nine. But John, you'll hear brothers sometimes quote John nine, and let's see here. Oh yeah, is this the uh, the uninspired? Uh, yeah, this is uninspired un- past. Yeah, this is an uninspired. How do you put that? Let's see. There's this an is an uninspired person in in an inspired book. Yeah, this is an uninspired person this is a recording of something that somebody wrote i mean this is a recording that john takes down of somebody that's saying something without inspiration right you know that jesus heals this guy here in john 9 the pharisees call his parents in you know and they say well he's of age he can ask him for himself and and you know the 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 so they say okay fine then call him in verse 24 so they called him in the one who was blind give god the glory we know that this man is a sinner they're they're trying to you know you know like you 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 do the right thing and then they said to them again what did he do to you how did he open your eyes and he said i told you already did you listen? Do you want to be? Do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciple? That's what he's asking. Like, uh-huh. like, was I not convinced in the first time? Did, are, are you are also busy? He's already bought in. Yeah, this guy. This is kind of a. It's an amazing part where it's like this is the real like facelift of the Pharisees. Like this guy's like, and and kind of how hypocritical that they had gotten. But this guy's like, look. All I can tell you is this dude. This dude healed me. That's right. And like you won't even listen to him or whatever. And like they're like, well, how did this happen? 
I'm just telling you what happened. You yeah, know? I mean, you're asking me for an explanation. So that's that's, right. that's why he goes on. He says, we know that God, verse 20, we know that God spoke to Moses. As for this fellow, we don't know where he's from. They don't like, we know that God, we have validation yeah. that God, and they really don't. They have no, they have more validation that Jesus is from God than Moses at this point. That's right. You, you got but me? But yet they re, they're refusing him. Yeah, they're seeing the miracles. They're seeing the things Jesus is doing. They only have the, I'm not saying they're not inspired. I'm sure, not saying sure, they're yeah, not, yeah. but they can see this in their life, you know, and so. Verse 31, he says, now we know that God, verse, let's read verse 30. The man answered and said to them, why is this a marvelous thing to you that you do not where he is from, yet he has opened my eyes? What, what, what is the deal? Yeah, they're like, he's like, why do you, why is it a big deal that you don't know where he's from, but the fact that he, he healed my eyes? I could not see. Yeah. You, 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 uh, I could not see. This man born blind. And y'all are worried about where is he from? Yes, exactly yeah. right. Why, why, is, why are you dwelling? Why are you down in the weeds on this? I can see. I could never yeah. see before. I can right. see. I was born without the ability to see, and I can see, and you're worrying where he's come from. He says, listen, you think he's a sinner? Now, God, we know, we know that. Now, he had this, it's not like some kind of, he didn't get a download after Jesus healed him. Mm -hmm. So this guy had obviously been to the temple and, and heard these, you know, discourses and, and maybe even like with the rabbinical, you know. So you think this is this guy still talking here? Or do you think this is a Pharisee talking to 31? I think it's a, I think it's the guy. Okay. Do you? Yeah, in some ways, yes. Now, but we know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he hears him. Since the world began, it has been unheard of anyone that be born, I mean, of her that anyone opened the eyes of one who was blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. Yeah, that's right. They answered him. So I think it's the Pharisees. Then. Yeah. They answered him. I'm with you. Yeah, 31 still the guy. So, yes, it's a, a guy who's healed of being blind. Never seeing, right? Right. And it's not like he can do a pull a fast one on the, you know, the the spiritual healing stuff, right? You know, yeah. like somebody comes in in a wheelchair, then they get up and dance a jig. Well, I don't know if they had a wheelchair or not, but th this guy's he, he's talking to him from an understanding. Mm -hmm. Now he's saying, "Listen, uh, you know that there's only certain blessings that are open to God's people. That's right. And so Israel could appeal to Moses, and by appealing to Moses, they were appealing to God. And you know that that those people can the spiritual blessings found for God's people." This is one of them. God doesn't hear the world. Yeah. He says, we know that God doesn't hear sinners. That's right. So you, guess what? Your preacher has probably told you, pray a sinner's, sinner's prayer. prayer. <laughs> right. And we have in God's word that says, now we know that God doesn't hear sinners. We've given y'all three verses right now that God doesn't hear sinners. He only hears his people. And so the only way that you can approach the throne of God is through Jesus what a spiritual blessing. And so that, that comes and back. And I guarantee you, a sinner's prayer ain't going to get you there. So that carries you to the, the, to the second one I was thinking about. The, the, you got to be in Christ. Okay, gotta, go ahead. So. so God hears my prayers. Mm -hmm. Right. That's, I mean, so then everything else flows out from that. Yeah. So, so any problems that I have, if I'm shouldering the responsibility, it's because I really haven't understood the spiritual blessing that I have in my life. Because then I, I've got I've got God that I can lean on. I've got God that I can get help from. I've got God that that I can do these things. I can do all things through what? Through Christ who gives me strength. Yeah. And and you know, and a lot of people I've I've also heard that too. And that some people are like, well, so that means that I can lift you know four thousand tons through Christ who gives me strength. No, no. And Paul's saying I've learned it. I can. Another way that that verse could be translated is 
I can do all these things. I can be content. Whatever state of mind that, you know, whatever's happened in my life, I've learned to, to obey and I've learned to be content, you know. To, and so I can do all these things through through Christ who gives me strength. But it's uh, it's definitely through Christ Jesus. So what's number two? The burden of guilt is gone. Mm. The burden of guilt is gone. The um, Man, the, I was fixing to do like a killer uh, – camera change there it was supposed to be on you, <laughs> and, you, got you. and it was on me and so all that our listeners got all our video listeners got was yeah thank y'all and uh all they got was mm. well the burden of guilt is gone so i'm justified yeah I'm acquitted. Yeah, think about Romans three twenty four being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in, in Christ Jesus. It's all in Christ. You, you know, justification is is really a, a Bible speak term. It's really it's really not a word that we use in in everyday language. It's like propitiation and things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's the idea that I go into court when I get to court. I'm, I'm I am I am in peril of judgment when i get there for whatever it is yeah when i get to court and the judge pronounces me not guilty not 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 there's evidence that might have no 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 no. completely and utterly not guilty when i'm not guilty and, and especially in american court of law there is no such you can't go double jeopardy it's not like they can go back later and be like you know what we're gonna we're gonna go on and we're gonna try this again now right no 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 no, it's it's over. You know, you you when when you walk out of there, you're just as the bailiff cares just as much about you as he does the person in the back row when you are not guilty, when you're justified. Yeah. It's completely gone. And one of the blessings that I think about in uh, spiritual blessings that we have in Christ Jesus is that I'm completely and utterly unshackled from the burden of my sin. That's right. I think about you know, my experience in law enforcement for 13 years was that there was every every kind of situation, like every time there was an officer involved shooting, it has to go before a grand jury. Why is that? Well, anytime that somebody gets shot or whatever. It shoots the police or police shoots somebody? Either way. Okay, so anytime there's a shot fired. Yeah, so if and somebody is hit. So it has to go before 12 people. It can't just be squashed by, by a judge or whatever. So 12 people in a grand jury have to hear the facts of the case, and it has to be presented. So if a police officer shoots somebody, he's either justified, his actions are justified, or they're not. So that's the way I've always used that terminology. And so I think about Jesus, that like, I'm certainly not justified in, in my actions of sin and things that I've done. But, man, being in Christ, it's like, now, Bob, you're, you're justified. All those boneheaded, stupid things that you've done. And now Christ is just saying... It's just as if I'd never sinned. It's just as if I'd never did it. That's what justified is. Completely gone. Completely gone. Not and, against your count anymore. Nope. And and you know that comes through the blood, right? You know, Amen. Revelation yeah. one and verse four or five. You got to you know, be in Christ. Yeah, we're bathed in His blood. Mm-hmm. You know, First John one. Uh, this is what I love about it is that he tries to. He's talking to a group of people. We think about the spiritual side of it, and we should. I'm not. Saying, 
let's talk about the spiritual side. Yeah. But what, what I'm well, getting what at, side do you think about? Yeah. <laughs> but but what we what we got to understand is contextually, John's talking to people that have kind of this trap of agnosticism is kind of bubbling up. In oh, the you're church. talking about in 1 John one. Yeah. Talking yeah. about God's yeah, light and Him is no darkness. Yeah. We've handled yeah. Him. We've touched Him. You yeah. know, because there was this idea that Jesus really didn't come in the flesh because That's flesh the is sinful. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 All these things he's getting into these principles. Well, well, we think about it from the spiritual side, and we should. I'm not saying we shouldn't. Yeah. 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 But John is dealing with it from a standpoint of, of a very literal and and what to one degree that Jesus really was here. We were here. We walked with him. We talked with him. And we that's the handle, power of God's word. That we handle through both of it. Exactly right. And so John's dealing with these things and he's trying to get to him to understand something like, listen, don't be fooled about yeah. this. Like, like you, you guys that are thinking like you can't have this, this spiritual side and this fleshly side, like, like those are always going to be at war with each other. Jesus came in the flesh because that was what holds our spiritual side uh-huh. because he can overcome both of them. He can be victorious through that. And that's why he says in verse 5, he said, This is the message which we heard from him and declare to you that God is a light and in him is no darknesses at all. If we say we have no fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie. But if we walk in the light, he is in the light. We have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sins. Continue cleansing. And, and this, is the, this is the awesome part about it. If we say that we have no sin, listen, you fool yourself. Uh, you know, the Bible uses this term deceive in a lot of different ways. Like First Corinthians fifteen thirty three, don't be deceived. Evil company corrupts good, good morals right. or good com- good, good good habits. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, he's like, don't fool yourself. Same same thing right here. Don't don't fool yourself. Don't think that you're you're you, you're squeaky clean just because you have the blood of Jesus Christ cleansing you from your sin. Don't think that. You got to understand. There's a part that you got to play in this too. If we confess our sins. That's back to the prayer. Mm-hmm. So the first layer of it is that I can pray to God and get all this help, and I can pray to God and say, Lord, help me. Right. This is after you're in Christ. After you're in Christ. We're talking to the end, right? Mm-hmm. Everything after the book of Acts is the end people. Yeah. Not the end, end, but those who are in Christ Jesus. I-N, not E-N-D. That's right. Right. And, and so here it is, verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful to what? Just he will do it right. He's mm-hmm. he, he's and not uh, he's not impartial or I mean he's impartial. He's not gonna. I don't know, Bob. That's the fifth time this week, man. Like, and that's the and that's the thing. He's faithful and he's just to he, forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So he's gonna when you're walking in the light, this penitent person. There's so many blessings that you have. There's that you know all these things bubble out of you, but you don't have to carry this burden anymore. You ask God to forgive you the things that you know. What He does is He unburdens you from all the things that you don't know. Yep. You know, there's been a. I don't want to get all into this, all deep into this, but there's but there's some people who believe that, and, and unless you're confessing every single sin, every single moment to God, then you know, then, then he's, he's not going to forgive it. But my thing is, is how in the world can, that's not, a, then if you're doing that, then you're negating the power of Christ. You, you, you're, you got a small God. That's right. And so, and I, I'm not, there's, there's brothers in the church that believe this and I love every single one of you, but you, but what we have to focus on is the power of God, the grace of God. 
And this is somebody who's con- who's consciously saying, God, I'm approaching your throne and I'm bringing my sins to you. Yeah, that's we're, we're dead to sin. Romans 6, yeah. you know, how can we that are that are alive in Christ or are dead to sin, you know, live, any, live, live anymore, anymore in it? Right. You know, all these things he's trying to draw. You know, we don't, this uh, this business of Christians sinning every day and, and you know, this business of like, we we sin, I hear people pray this, like we sin all the time, we sin every hour, maybe every minute. That's not, we're dead to it. We're, you're dead to it. And that's what, that's what he's talking about in First John is he's telling them, hey, verse four, he's talking or uh, chapter three, he's just talking about you know when when you're now in Christ that you know you're purifying yourself, but you realize that if when you're in Christ that that you're no longer sinning. And and so what is it? Verse uh, seven, little children, I want to see you. He who practices righteousness is righteousness, just as he is righteous. Yeah, but verse eight, he who sins is of the devil, uh, for he has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. But whoever has been born of God does not sin. Okay, so that that means Chris Donovan never sins again. No, what that no, is, no. that's that purposeful saying. I'm not. It's purposely saying I'm going to commit sin. That's what that's talking about. It's saying that it's you, like our characteristic this month. Purposeful planning. Yeah, and so I'm not planning on sinning. And so Chris right. Donovan, Robert Tips are not people who are intentionally going to go out here and sin. Those are people. And so yeah, it's, it, what, what peril would you live your life in that, that if you died with some kind of sin, right? You know, you go through a red light, yeah. and, and you know, you run a red light because you're, you're, you look down at a text message. Should you look down at a text message? Bob, do you text while you're driving? Don't answer it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, that's wrong, right? But do you want to go through judgment? Do you right. wanna, or, or, if, or if a car's coming in and you, you happen to say something that was negative, you know. Yeah, right. And then you, you wanna, get hit. And your you can no longer say you can no longer pray to God and ask Him for forgiveness. That's that's just ludicrous. Yeah. Do, do I want to serve a God that that I can I can mess up at the end and go away? No. No. But but whether you want to serve Him or not, regardless, that's not the God who who sent His Son to die for you. It, the fact that His grace, redemption, salvation, all these things are built up in Christ. He came not to condemn the world. That's right. But the with the world through Him might might be saved. That's right. And, and that's uh, his plan. He wants to save us. He to the uttermost. He yeah. has all this plan. That's that's the blessing in Christ Jesus. And so, you know, we could camp out here forever and spend a lot of time. But yeah. man, I'm so glad that that we got to talk about spiritual blessings. Maybe we'll maybe we will uh, pick this topic up Don't. again at another time. But. <laughs> Don't pick my topic for you next week. Right, right. Yeah. So next week you're gonna you're gonna pick the topic. Right? That's right. That's right. All right. Well, guys, I'm so glad to have you with us tonight. I mean tonight, today, tonight, maybe tonight where you're at. Yeah. And uh thank y'all for being with us. This is the Unscripted Podcast.